What's up, everybody? Ryan back again with another episode of the ATX Metal Podcast. And in this episode, I sit down with the whole crew of Release the Captive. I did an interview with them back in December of 2021. So if you want to check that out first before you listen to this update episode, uh, there is a link in the show notes here. So click that, check that one out, and then come on back for the rest. Uh, I got a hold of the guys. We sat down and talked about their new release, Defiance, and the new music video, the addition of Danny, the new drummer, and his story about how he came from Mexico, went all over the United States, and finally landed here. And then we got to talking about just their day-to-day grind on how to come up with the new music that they're producing, how to stay engaged and in touch with their fans uh, on on all the social medias, which I think now is just a it 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 just is a common thing for bands to have to have many 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 hats. And for those of you that are listening that are in bands, you obviously know what I'm talking about. How everybody has their own place. But just a really good catch-up episode. Uh, I really dig the new song, Defiance. It definitely has has that something different about it, and that's what I like about Release the Captive. So stick around, hang out. Again, if you haven't listened to the first episode, go give that one a listen, and then come back and uh, get all of your information right here about Release the Captive. Also, they got some shows coming up and some new merch. So again, all of the links are down below. And speaking of shows, shout out to Come and Take It Productions and Come and Take It Live. We have our showcase on December 2nd with The Browning, Left to Suffer, Tala, Mouth Breather, Tracheotomy, Chamber, Living Hollow, Mirror Lake, Stoneside, Lament, Cesura, and Familiar with Failure with the Ark and DJ After Party. It's going to be bananas. I have tickets for sale right now, 20 bucks, or you're going to pay 25 day of. I highly recommend buying them from the locals because that puts money directly into their pockets. As I always say, support locals at all costs. Uh, shout out to BumperActive.com. If you need some merch, hit them up, BumperActive.com. They've got a brick and mortar down off Burnett, so you can walk in, let them know that the podcast sent you, and they'll hook you up. They can do everything from stickers to lanyards to t-shirts to hats to patches, mugs. They got it all. And also shout out to Texas Metal United. If you want to get your show promoted a little bit more uh, outside of your general area, you can send the flyer to me or Robert Hahn of Overt Enemy. Shout out Overt Enemy. Um, yeah, we're just trying to do everything we can to, to help the locals out, uh, even the regionals. You know, any anybody that wants to promote their show, hit us up. We'll throw it on the TikTok page or the Instagrams, the Instagrams and the Facebooks and all of the tweets and Twitters and threads. And God, it's just there's just too many to keep up with these days. So anyway, here's something that you do need to keep up with. Here is Release the Captive.
What's up, everybody? Ryan, ATX Metal Podcast, back again with another episode up in your motherfucking ear holes. Today, we got released the captive four dudes and nudes. Let's get it. Uh, we're hey. going to go around the room, and uh, if you can, just introduce yourself, where you're from, what you do in the band, and then uh, we'll just go from there. All right. Hi, my name's Trey. I'm from uh, San Antonio, Texas, originally. I live in Austin now, and I sing for the band. What's up, Austin Metal? My name is Dan, Daniel, and I'm from Guanajuato, Celaya, Mexico. Shout out to everyone out there, the drummer. Hey everyone, I'm Adam Delgado. I'm the lead guitarist, I guess lead engineer for the band. And I'm from Austin, Texas for the last 10 years. Hey everybody, uh, I'm Carlos. I play the bass. Uh, I slap it a bass a little bit from, uh, I guess here's my brother. Adam and I are brothers. Uh, we've kind of been two original last members of the band. We've been rocking this boat. We're going to keep on rocking. Well, I can say that I have been a fan of Release the Captive for some time, and you guys have been on my to-get list, and I'm finally glad that we're able to do this. I personally would have rather done this in person, but, you know, life happens, and we just have to do these remotely sometimes. Um, give us a little, whoever can speak on this the most, give us a little background of of the band, you know, like, origin story, where you guys started, how everybody met, and then... Uh, we can kind of morph into uh, how how uh, Danny came on board. Hey guys, yeah, this is Adam. So I am one of the founding members of Release the Captive back in 2018. Started this band as just a side project for fun. Just wanted to write some some catchy tunes, catchy riffs in the style of heavy metal, metalcore, gen, all that good jazz. From there, it just got a little more serious. Um, we uh, got introduced to trade uh, right at the beginning of 2020 when uh, the pandemic started. Um, he's been with us ever since been a complete asset to the band. And then, um, our former drummer, um, decided, you know, he had other things to move on to in his life and we wished him well. Um, everything was amicable and, uh, we continued writing and then we met with Danny, um, just this past summer and, um, we've been writing ever since getting ready for new releases. And we we're very excited for the next, uh, this new reiteration of release the captive. And we're glad to be on board here. Now has everybody, uh, I mean, you said that you, you started this with your brother. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Carlos he came on board just shortly after um, me, the drummer, and I, our former drummer, started it together. We've been doing this side by side ever since. Have you guys always played music together, or were you kind of off on your own, and then he kind of joined on, on the on the back half? Oh yeah, man, dude. We've been playing like since we were kids. That's pretty much how like the beginning of it started. With like, oh, let's just Adam and I jamming out. Uh, we were jamming back in Corpus Christi. We we're in a few bands then. And then, you know, we moved to Austin. Things were kind of just like playing itself out. We're just hanging out, really just working. And then that's where we met our drummer, literally at a bar. And that was our last drummer, Mikey, man. He was uh, one of our other founding members. And another patron of his was uh, the singer that we found. And that's how Release of Captive really started to be, was just literally just us guys. We to started practicing in the house and garage. And now it is what it is today. And, of course, my brother's just like, hey, dude. I know a bass player. Like, All right. Well, I guess here I am. <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure. I could, I, I'll, I'll play a little bass for you again, I guess. But uh, yeah, after that, it was just like, hey, man, you want to do what do you want to work with more vocals? You want to do some more stuff? And I'm, I'm always down to challenge myself. And I've always wanted to learn how to play and sing at the same time. And that was like, you know, it, it was a good opportunity. I'm glad that it is where it sits today, man. I mean, our current singer, Trey, man, he's always, you know, show me videos, motivating me and let me know like certain techniques to do. Cause that shit's not easy, man. 
No, I re- I really do. I mean, hats off to musicians just for being musicians. I mean, it takes a lot of time and effort to dedicate just the, the sheer effort behind it to make any style of music, whether it's, you know, acoustic or whether it's pop or funk or, you know, but but in, in the metal scene, you know, there is a shit ton of stuff going on, especially these days with all that, uh, you know, all the ambient and, you know, trying to make a breakdown that's not the same breakdown from 2008 and previous (laughs) year. Right. I mean, (laughs) yeah, I've heard that before. What I hear that, (laughs) but I mean, if, if you really think about it on a guitar, depending on how many strings you got, there is literally a finite number of ways you can arrange those, those notes. And the fact that musicians like yourselves and bands like yourself can still continuously put out music that, there's something new, you know, to, to discover. Um, I, I think, I think that's just, you know, a talent in and of itself. So hats off to you guys. And, and speaking of, speaking of, uh, new ways to rearrange chords on a guitar, uh, let's get into defiance, man. That one, I actually listened to it on the way home, uh, just before we fired this up and there were some fun stuff in there that I, not forgot about. I guess I just didn't quite catch on the first on the first run. So uh, walk me through uh, Defiance and and I guess what it's about uh, lyrics. If there's any kind of concept behind it, uh, and, and just just take it away. Yeah. So um, roughly around like um, early, uh, I want to say 2022, we started just it really just started with that beginning riff and started just really building up on it and the lyrics just kind of came natural to me. It was just more of like, um, you know, like we are defined is like the big lyric in that. And the whole story behind it is like, yeah, we're not going to give up. We're not going to back down those kind of lyrics, but also like, we also want to just keep our, keep our heads held up. And uh, whenever our previous drummer left the band, it was also kind of like a statement as well. You know, he had left and then we started writing more music and, at least for me, those lyrics just kind of like, we're like, yeah, we're still going to do it. We're, we are Defy. We're, we're still going to make music and still going to go through with this and see what else happens. Oh, yeah. I mean, for me as a bass player, honestly, I, and also just being as long as I have been in the band, to me, it felt like it was something totally different that we've never done. And I kind of I liked it a lot because it was just so out there and just it reminded me of so many different other pieces of other bands and everything put together and then out with our own swang on it. And I, that's really what I appreciated. I mean, so how we tech how we typically write these songs is adam will have the riff and then we'll just start breaking it down from there and start piecing it together this song particularly we didn't really have a drummer to help write it so we were just adam did his best and we all were agreed on it and after that we we were just like all right well i guess we'll see what we come up with in the studio to finalize what we were what we you know visualized so okay that leads me to one of the questions i was curious like how how does how does the band as a whole create new music? Is there a, is there a main like riff writer or is it a, a collective of sense? Uh, cause I, from previous interviews I've done, there's like one person that like is the main, I guess, storyteller in a sense. And then he shops it out to the rest of the band and then everybody puts their critique on it or it's, we're in the jam space and Hey man, I was in the line at Taco Bell and I thought of this, fucking riff and you know like <laughs> so uh so yeah how's how's that work for release the captive i'm primarily the, the catalyst 
for all the riff writing. Um, this He's is Adam. Captive. So when it, when it comes to releasing captive music, uh, I, I have certain writing elements that I use for this group or this project in particular that I always try to bring where there's consistency to the riff or there's some sort of melody we're trying to exploit. Um, and usually I'll start with something that I feel like once I have enough of it that I think the rest of the group can contribute to it. So in, in a sense, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm the primary songwriter or anything like that, but like I do tend to get the ball rolling, but I never shy from, from showing the guys in the group, you know, the rest of the ideas. And in fact, I try to show them early on what I, what my intentions are so they can kind of get their heads wrapped around it. So by the time we actually start getting to writing to it, it is a, it is a collective as a whole. Um, and, and that's kind of more or less how Defiance came about, to, to, to be honest. When it started, it started as me kind of, as Carlos alluded to earlier, you know, just me trying to jamming that uh, janky kind of little genty riff in the beginning. And it was just a bunch of octave and string skipping. And at first I was, you know, experimenting with tapping and different keys and different scales. And I just kept it simple. I was like, you know what, it's, it's, it's a pretty open song. When you think about it from a from a technical or music theory perspective, but rhythmically and all the changes and all the patterns it was new to us and to explore these more broad and melodic elements without having to overdo backing tracks or too many ambient sounds like you said earlier. We wanted to keep it as more as a four piece band as you could while adding more on top of world having to take without having to take away with the overall song or delivery that we were trying to accomplish. I got you. I got yeah, because I mean from listening to the old discography, you can definitely tell that there's that there's something fresh in in this new single. And um, but who do you guys do you guys mix master everything in house or do you shop it out? Oh, we shop that out, man. <laughs> I, 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 wish, I, wish, I wish we could. I, yeah, I had the skills, man. I wouldn't be playing music here, man. I'd be like, all right, give me your music. I'll I'll, I'll shop it up for you. We'll ask for it. No, we 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 definitely we, um, yeah we we send that out. Um, this time was actually someone different that we've never used before, and we definitely played a little extra, you know, little cheese on the side to make sure you know we got like we wanted because we heard the songs in the studio, and I think all of us were that were there were just so every song just made us get goosebumps. Everybody was so excited about every song that was coming out. Usually you get like one or two, and you're like, all right, that's good. These ones were just like, oh damn, that's a banger. All right, well well like now I can't even decide which one's even my favorite now. It's like. It, it's a good feeling to have. It's probably one of the like best feelings I think I've ever had just because it's I've never had it. You know, it's like just so many options, but yet all of them are really great. Yeah, I think one of the things that was really as as destructive as the pandemic was to the music scene, you know, you know, rest in peace, Dirty Dog Bar and all the other venues yeah. that Oh, Good you know, dude. That, that took a dive. <laughs> I know, right? I wish I had the little sample. <laughs> womp, 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 womp. <laughs> but but one of the constructive things that I think came out of it was it really it really pushed bands and you know even even solo artists to kind of push the limits and and find out you know well now that I've got all this time on my hand let me see what I can do but it more I, I guess the way that I'm seeing it um, from just an interviewer but also a consumer side of things is that almost every single that comes out now is just flat out could could ride by itself like that could be the single of yeah. the next ep but now we have all this you know dopamine drip feed single like once a month i mean my release radar <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> Yeah. I, I can't even begin to explain to you what my release radar looks like it is it is just chock full of just 
fucking chunkiness. And <laughs> I just think, I just think that that was, I'm, I'm a glass half full kind of guy. So the, you know, the best thing for music that came out of it was it really showed me just again, from the consumer side of things, what you guys are really capable of, but you know, to the tune that, you know, you get a single every month and then you get another single and then a lyric video and then another music video. And then you're like, and here's the EP and you know, a fucking weekend run. Yeah. And you're like, fuck <laughs> yes. Like let's go. But now you've got, you know, every single local band. And I mean, for that sake, you know, all the, all the national acts too, you know, they're coming out with fucking ragers and it's almost, yeah. it's yeah. almost hard to keep up. So what is what is released? What do you, what are you guys doing to kind of, you know, get get your listeners' attention outside of just delivering solid singles? You know, every every so often. Uh, we're trying our best to like just keep up with like just the social media aspect because um, like I recently just made the band a TikTok because like if you see <laughs> like, yeah like well you laugh, but like, I see like a dude who's like, uh, he has like a page full of alt girls. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, like, yes. But, but because of that, they listen to his band and they listen to his music. And there's, um, another great like TikTok artist name, uh, I believe it's like sad joy, I think, but he like really like just annoyed me with his music, but it like, be now I know what he, who he is because of it. Yeah, I think our, our our idea this this go around is to be more consistent with not just content delivery because I think that's that's been the game for most people these days. It's like you just said, it's an, it's another singer every month, another video, another drop, another drop, and it's like okay, I'm expecting every single time, but instead we're gonna go ahead and what Trey is trying to say is we're trying to be more interactive with our content, as in we're we're not gonna just throw it all out there every other month. It's like, how about we just continue to ride this one and then be more engaging with our followers as opposed to we're just gonna keep throwing something new at you next week or next month because we wanna build uh, a a demand for what right. we're offering. And instead of playing a show back to back you know, at the same venues with every other local artist or promoting this, you know, the same thing and just playing catering to the same fifty, two hundred people that show up, we wanna play a little less and we'll, we'll get to that soon later, but we want to play a little less, but deliver a lot more when it comes to actually being on the scene and interacting with people and uh, just being part of the group, part of the network. And that's another thing too, you know, we want to build camaraderie with people. And I feel like if we show up with everyone else trying to back their content and just say, Hey, you only need to do so much. You don't need to deliver the world to everybody every single time. Cause at that point you're just selling every little piece of you until you got nothing left. And then there's nothing new you're ever going to come out with at that point. So we were trying to avoid burning out, getting stale, getting stagnant. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, you know, it, that allows us to open up our creativity and really let people, you know, like digest just, it. yeah, digest what we just delivered and then they're ready for a new one. And when they are ready for it, it can be something so far out of whack. So I think for us, it's just more engaging, wanting to be more part of the, the group getting feedback and then, you know, get, taking that to the writing board at, when it comes next to our next songwriting. These days, when it comes to, you know, local artists, everybody in the band has like a different job. Like one guy's the finance guy, one guy's the social media guy, one guy's the riff writer, and then the one guy's the email guy. And adding, adding to your social media content is never a bad thing. I remember back when, Chris and I were doing this and we were trying to figure out how to, you know, 
capture people's attention for a local metal podcast, somebody told me, they were like, dude, just put it up. Like, no one gives a fuck if it's bad <laughs> or if it's good. And usually the bad stuff is what's going to, like, really grab people's attention. So we just started doing shit left and right. And there's some stuff up on my YouTube channel that I'm, I don't even remember doing. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> like what 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 antiquated phase was this uh you know and and you get to laugh at yourself but i i really do feel like with the with the not the rise of social media but more of like the slow progression and the more the more ah, not acceptance but there's just there's other outlets than the old standard like you got to get a and r you got to get a booking manager you got to get a label support you got it like you could go i mean there's people there's and this really blows my mind, but the fact that social media has this power, there's people that have released just catchy viral riffs or, or songs. And there's a fucking, uh, uh, Oh God, what's the word? There's a, um, there's an email, there's an email in their inbox. that's like, Hey, saw that this got 2 million views on TikTok. Here's a, here's a deal. And it just it blows my mind that that is that that's a thing but that just goes to show the power of social media because i mean there's over 8 billion people on this planet and we're all going to the shows hoping that just 200 show up and yeah. i mean yeah. it it just it blows my mind that that there's not more of there's not more there for the local artists so that's why that's why I continue to do this is to shine a light on bands like yourself because I mean, goddamn, listening to y'all's music on the way home from from <laughs> picking up my daughter from the Taylor Swift movie, <laughs> which I mean that just I mean that again I mean I mean I'm a I'm a closet Swifty so <laughs> it it just shows that the power of music like it's there but yeah. you you just have to find you got to find like your people you know what I mean does that make sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, everyone now today, they're they're building their own brand, so to speak, their own, you know, uh, what's it called, their own social media presence and everything. And everyone has that power. But you, know, you try to get this together with like a, you know, another idea or something that's art, artistic. It's it's another it's another, another beast. You know, it, it takes a lot more than just one person. It's it's a group. And again, that's something else we're all trying to figure out. And we're looking at what's going what's what's working for everybody else and trying new strategies that we haven't done before. And I feel like a lot of other people are riding that same boat or, you know, that same train, that same bus, whatever, whatever gets you to point A to point Z, dude. Right. But, right. Uh, <laughs> whatever <laughs> one, man, I don't know the airport. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever Uber you're riding in. Yeah, dude, the Uber bag. Yeah, dude. But uh, all of it. Dude. So, I mean, like we're, we're, we're trying different things out. Um, we, we feel like now it's like a good chance for definitely now that, you know, a lot of restrictions are lifted up. Everybody's out and about now. Before oh, yeah. Like you, 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 everybody like knows how it was right there in 2021, where it was just like, yeah, you can go out, you can still, you know, sit across from somebody and have to pull your mask down just to take a bite from food or some shit. Right. But, uh, yeah, no, it's different now. It's back to I think it's getting back to what it was, and now it's everything's way, way different. You know, it's not like how it was back in you know 2020, 2019, where you needed, like you said, promoters, certain people to do certain things for you. Now it's you can pick up all the pieces yourself and do it yourself. And I think that's definitely one thing we're we're learning, and one thing that we're taking differently this this time around is we can do a lot of the stuff ourselves. We can we're writing a lot of the music again, like you said. We have people that do their certain jobs in the band that keep things going. And I think once you find that that chemistry in it, it's 
makes it a lot more fun and easy. Well, speaking of new chemistry, uh, give me the lowdown on how you got your new drummer. Yeah, so we're actually in the uh, the process of moving. Like we just moved out from our previous house. We like all lived together. We're moved over to a new house to all live together, except our drummer. Um, but wait, 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 wait! Everybody in the band lives in the same house. Yes. Oh, see, all yeah. right. Wait, wait. Seaway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was um, I was just like taking a little break, just scrolling facebook and i'm part of like the austin um like music connection right page on facebook or austin metal connection or something like that or Texas metal shout out austin musicians yeah shout out to all them um, <laughs> and i saw uh danny's um little video that he had made and it's like him like playing drums guitar singing and i was like dude this guy's fucking awesome like and, like, like he just moved to austin as well so i like sent him a message and by the time that we had like like put in like the last couch of our new place that's when he messaged back like oh yeah i'm the only town to to hang out and like see what's uh, see what are y'all about he's like he's like he's like i'll come sit on your couch and play <laughs> i got a nice warm couch for you here boy <laughs> So Danny, you're you said you're you just recently moved from Mexico? No, it's a quite long journey, man. Um I come from Boston, but so okay, born and raised in Mexico. I came to America to Chicago, right? Right. Then to then to Boston, then to LA, then to Las Vegas, then to Boston again, and now here in Austin. What, may may I ask why why the why the moves like you dodging somebody or like what? no 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 so you're right in Mexico I'm from this uh, small town it's fucking awesome it's called Celaya Guanajuato shout out but um, when I grew up it became like a really dangerous place and I just wanted to do music my family didn't really want me to do music but I'm like fuck it I'm doing music so I found this exchange program in Chicago. Because oh, I wanted to, to do music in, in the United States, right? And then I, I went to Chicago, and then I was accepted in Berkeley there in Chicago. I auditioned oh, there. Oh, you're, so a, like, you're a Berkeley guy? Yeah, yeah. Shout out, too. <laughs> yo, yo y'all's, y'all's stock value just went up. I mean, let me tell you. <laughs> so then I moved to, to, to Boston, and I, I was there for a while, and studying and networking, and I met... Uh, the people who I, I met, I made my first band out there. It's called. I had to one ignite Jupiter. That wasn't do, too good. Then I made one called uh, a monarchy. They're still doing really good. They opened for Powerman Fifth Thousand and for uh, Steve Hackett in LA. Not too bad. Not too long ago. Okay. So they're doing good for themselves. Um, they're still going uh, on tour. Uh, a monarchy, but and then I opened one. Um, oh, sorry. So then I moved to. After LA, I went back to Boston, and then I moved another. I made another band called Vertigo Collapse, and we were in the scene over there. But to be honest, Boston music scene is not great as you would expect. But it's not great to be honest. So, <laughs> so I'm like, man, it's not even challenging. Well, I mean, it was, but you know, not too bad. I, not what I wanted to do to the level that I wanted to do the music that I wanted to play. So um, I knew Austin is the world capital of live music, right? That's it. Uh, great metal bands out here so I, I get a shot and i move over here and you know 
like less than a month that I moved here. Like I, I, I linked up with these guys. So we got some tacos and and some beer and it was fucking dope, man. So a lot of beer. <laughs> a lot of beer. Two two tacos, multiple right. cases of beers. <laughs> <laughs> So what I'm curious, uh, I've spoken with uh, previous Berkeley grads. What what uh, what piece did you play for your uh, for your audition? Oh, the Glass Prison by Dream Theater. Ooh, hit him with some <laughs> Dream Theater. All right. Yes, I'm I'm like all about prog metal, man. That's my my jam. Well, it sounds like you found a really good home, and and I'm I'm curious to see what you guys having what you guys have coming up soon. Uh, I, I guess we can transition into that. What's uh, now that Defiance is out, what's what's next in the pipeline? Uh, next, we have a um, we're going to be doing a, another video for the song, um, but the song is kind of going to be our outlier. It's very poppy. Um, there are some like alternative rock kind of notes to it. Oh come uh, on! No, I'm kidding. Yeah, so, <laughs> no, no way! Not no way! Um, not we're not turning into bad or anything. <laughs> Check me higher. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, we're also uh, going to be having a feature in the song as well from a, uh, another local uh, artist. Okay. You may know him well. Uh, his name is uh, Jamal Basquez of Honor Me. Hey, shout out Honor Me. Yeah, shout out Honor Me. But yeah, it's going to be a pretty good outlier for us and it's definitely gonna like go dwell into the uh, the range of like okay here's what we can do as a band and like just get in that that weird the he weird headspace for us i do think i do think that that's a, a good move because it shows the range that the band can perform at and it's not just metalcore or deathcore or hardcore it's like it's kind of like, and I'll say this until I'm dead. When, when pop goes metal, fuck. I mean, I have all the respect for the pop artist, but whenever you turn that song into metal, it's a whole nother level of fun, and it's like nine times out of ten better than the original, in my professional opinion. But oh, same here. I love pop goes pop and punk goes grunge and all that. Grew up with that. That's my yeah, I think I, I think I personally think that's a good move just to show like the band's vers versatility. And you also open up the door for new fans because oh, yeah. if oh, yeah. if you know homie, you know, homie and his girlfriend are like, let's go to the release capture. They're like, she's like, eh, I don't I don't like that kind of music. And then you hit him, you hit him with a pop punk, you know, rendition. And it's like, okay, yeah, we'll go to that one show. And then next thing you know. She's bringing all her friends, and now you've got a whole slew of. Actually, never mind. That's I'm going down the wrong path. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I mean, actually, you, you, yeah, you're pretty fur close. Yeah, the idea of what, that was the intention. Yeah, I wasn't say that's the main intention, but your idea, the intention is to be able to uh, open it up to um, to to other people who might be interested, not in just metal, but in maybe a blend of metal in certain different styles, and and that's what we're excited about this next release because we knew it was going to be such a wouldn't it wouldn't be a lateral move whereas mm -hmm. most bands would right they would find something common or familiar with the last one where we're going to go ahead and take it up a notch and really change it up and see what kind of reaction we're going to get but we're, we're excited because we just feel how well we think it's going to work uh, just by our own excitement and people we've been able to be able to show it to so 
yeah, it, it's next month. It's going to be a big dink for us. And then um, we're in, in the process of writing new material. We, we have a, a new concept album we're currently working on in the background as oh. we're getting really to gear up these releases. So it's quite a bit we're doing as a group internally. Externally, we're focusing on live music that we're going to be coming up soon. Um, as And as far as putting more content out there, the music will be coming up next month. Uh, hopefully we'll have an early December release, if not late December, hopefully Christmas time. We'll see how that goes. Um, and then, you know, and then we got a couple other ones that uh, another what we call outliers, because these are really testing the waters for what we've done in the past. And, and like you said before, it, it's like we change, not wouldn't say change directions, but I feel like we matured as far as songwriting, because I think now we're focused more on just delivering a good song in general than making the next heavy, brutal break or break, breakdown. It's in five eights and it switches to four, four and it goes to six, eight, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were talking about, you, you had just mentioned, Oh, shows. So yeah. Do you have any, um, what can we look forward to show wise? Well, we recently just got, um, uh, offered a show December 1st, uh, from a band. You probably have interviewed them too. Vill- Villamora. Yeah. Villamora. Well, Villamora. bro, Villa, dude, Villamora was one of my, my, our, the podcast, OG, interviews and that actually has some of the highest view count on soundcloud i don't know if they just bot spammed it and just lit like just repeatedly played it but we can't we can't give too much details but we just we just got made the offer and we're waiting for confirmation but yeah uh yeah no so that that they they offered that one to us it's supposed to be at independence brewery here in austin dude, we're excited shout out, there yeah they're, shout out indy dude, dude yeah Yes, dude. Yes. Uh, they're, they're releasing a new single that day, December 1st, which is also my birthday. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. It's going to be a solid big turnout. Everyone's looking forward to it. We're excited. As soon as we got it, uh, it was was last Thursday before we released our video. So we were just like super excited and happy. It was like, Oh cool. Like we're going to have this video out. Now we're going to have like this show announcement. It's going to be coming out. And the more I think about it, I'm like, man, December 1st is literally like five weeks away. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, it's, that's like like two, three months. No, nah, it's like five weeks. No, trust me. I my Speaking of early December shows, my, uh, my end of year showcase is December 2nd, and I am scrambling on what I should do for promo because I'm up against, um, you know, and it's one of the things that I always think about in the back of my head is it's not who am I up against in terms of, you know, I mean, it's just, it's friendly competition because I want everybody to go support locals at, at any cost, right? Like go out, support, do your thing, you know, buy the merch, pay the, pay the money to the bands, you know, put money back in their pockets. Um, Mm -hmm. but I mean, that's just one of the things that you have to think about because there's God knows how many venues across, across the map. Plus you got, uh, Ricky from hate waker throwing all the fun shows down in San Marcos. Hey, dude, that guy's killing it right now. Dude, I love, I love me some hate yeah. waker. I'm a fucking yeah. day one fan. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it just it just goes to show that that you know if you keep continuing to push, you know the, the offers will come and people will pay attention. And I really think that you guys have something uh, going on that people need to pay attention to because it, it, it's just I, that's why I love to do this. There is always something new to go check out and. It's 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 just God. I fucking love doing this. I actually found a podcast producer job, so I might I'm gonna submit my resume that doesn't exist yet uh, to that, and hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they uh, they hire me. Um, it's not 
in the vein of what I do now. It's more just interviewing influencers and it's more like female oriented. I actually looked on their shows and there's like 5% dudes. Not that I'm against that. I actually, I'm all, I, I just, I just love podcasting and, and producing. <laughs> all about dudes, man. All right. <laughs> yeah, dudes, dude, right. dudes and nudes. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> but, um, but real, real quick, uh, give me, what's the, what's the concept you, I, that was, I wrote that down. What, what is the concept of the future forthcoming album? Mr. Trey and I have been spitballing on this concept for a while. And lately with everything in the, the pandemic and everything that we went through, we, you know, everyone went through quite a bit of, of mental anguish and with everything, you know, from propagated news to, you know, our crazy you know, former executive and uh, yeah, president, you know, it's, it's ridiculous with everything that we went through as a whole a country and a world. It's, it's ridiculous. So we thought about this as event, like kind of a person going through a mentor downward spiral and a very noir kind of dark dystopian kind of setting. Um, it's kind of like the backdrop. And we were thinking since we've been writing a lot of proggy and long tunes in our past, we're thinking why don't we bring back some of the prog element, but cut out the time, make them a little shorter, have some catchy parts in it that are, but are, the overall theme is going to be kind of dark and descending and maybe at some point find a reprieve. So we're basing on that. That's me musically. Trey can speak, speak on behalf as far as the lyrical content. Sure. Yeah. Lyrically, um, kind of bouncing off of what Adam has like, yeah, like definitely want that like person going through, um, just like a downward spiral going through like whatever like the darkest time is and there's going to be a lot of influences from like you know like noir movies to like what I kind of have already in my head like um, I'm also just like looking at like okay um, getting different inspirations from like even anime and so um, I already have like one title that's kind of like an anime uh, reference but yeah, it's all just about downward spiral, maybe like a little upbringing near the end. But I would kind of expect from one end having like the nice, like, like just beautiful flowing lyrics to like just the gnarliest breakdown you're going to hear or like the what's, what's crazy is we're going to try to cram this in within a shorter time span than we would normally play our songs because we were not we're wanting songs to be I'm not we're noticing it now more than more than ever. People aren't going to listen to anything more than three to four minutes long, man. They're Correct. Spans, unless, unless they're a big prog metal or death metal. Unless a sleep token. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so we figured we're going to make a, a shorter album with more songs uh, and shorter time frame songs, you know. And I'm definitely not opposed to like those ambient kind of cool noises and soundscapes and stuff. But I want to limit my approach to that kind of uh, that idea just because. I, I've seen too many bands go down that direction and that's all I hear these days. I'm like, hey, where's what happened to the metal? Right. <laughs> Where the fuck is the one and zeros, guys? Let's do this. <laughs> right. I'm over here just like fucking tapping my foot to 13 different time signature changes and like no chorus. And I'm just like, man, I'm gonna go to the bar. But but no, I I uh I, I really do I'm kind of I'm kind of torn and I think I think a lot of a lot of uh heavy metal progressive genty guys like it, I guess everybody has their lane right like you like what you like and then everything else just kind of just comes with it and I feel like if a band can show we can do this thing that normally takes 7 to 8 minutes but we can 
we can put it in a three to four minute song and you still get all the bang for your buck and you're not and you're not bored. Um, I, I think I think that's really cool that you guys are trying to trying to switch that up and and try to, you know, put that put that into your into your repertoire to where it's like this is, you know, this is the new normal. If that makes sense. Yeah, next couple of releases that we have coming up, like may um may show that from us as well. Cause they're all like just different kind of vibes, but they're all like the shorter songs and kind of what we want to like go for nowadays. Yeah, it'll definitely open the door and kind of set like a foundation for us, I think, going forward. But I think the expectation for what you're gonna be expecting from release the captive is gonna be well cool, man. I'm I'm fully, fully on board. Ten out of ten, do support. Before we get out of here, hit me with uh, hit me with any final thought if thoughts, 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 thoughts. <laughs> Fuck, I'm a I'm a smack my I'm a smack myself during editing. I swear to God. <laughs> uh, check out our new video for Defiance. You can find that out on YouTube. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Release the Captive Band. Uh, follow us at Facebook Release the Captive, Twitter, all that good stuff. That new TikTok. And- and TikTok, uh, release the captive, just all one word. We also have merch. We also have merch. Uh, we're actually going to be talking about new merch coming out pretty soon. Oh, uh, okay. Or just getting some ideas down, and um, yeah, hopefully uh, December first works out so you can all see us live. Sick. I'll be sure to put. Um, I'll 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 shoot an email over that way we can kind of get all the important links and whatnot in the description of the interview. And I'll have this out in 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 no time. But uh, one thing one thing I like to ask: you don't have to say who you work for, but this is more of just a get to know you kind of thing. What does everyone do for like job job? Uh, so I'm a uh, shift lead at Alamo Draft House. Whoa! There we go. What's up with them tickets, dog? Come on, dude. <laughs> no, we love the free I, tickets in this house. That's why I asked him, like, did your daughter go see Taylor Swift at Alamo Draft House? I could have hooked it up, man. <laughs> I, it was, yeah, it's like, it's one of those things where it it was already in the works, and like my wife's friend who has like a thousand kids was like, I'm taking the crew to go see T Swift. I'm like, take her, <laughs> take her. I don't care where you go, get her out of the house. Trust me, those little girls leaving the theater is more terrifying than any mosh pit you will ever see. <laughs> <laughs> those T Swift fans are they're scary. They're scary. It's a it's a different ah God, man. It you know, and this is one of the things that I've always just kind of just I can't I can't conceptualize it, but like what is it that someone like T Swizzle has? that that we don't why like why the fuck can we not pull in this many people in one sitting whereas she's selling out fucking arenas night after night after night and i'm not knocking on t swift like i'm not i'm not against i'm not don't don't think i'm anti-t like uh, don't think no well i have the the long answer and the short answer all right hit me with the short uh she sold her soul to the <laughs> She made a deal with the devil. I will accept. I will accept that as truth. She went to the crossroads. Crossroads, so so. I I saw. I yeah. I I read that. I read that on uh, uh, X, formerly known as Twitter. So it's got to be true. <laughs> oh man. Uh, do you guys have any uh, specific shout outs that you guys want to want to cut loose before we get out of here? We said most of them throughout the show. Uh, shout oh. out Army. They're good. Uh, 
Villamora. Villamora. It's a mouthful. Villamora. Restriction. Guys, been everybody's been helping. Oh hell yeah! On the on the on the right on the right rails here for this train to keep on trucking along. They've been uh, reaching out to us. They're they're actually kind of looking out for us whenever we need shows and everything. So it's kind of nice to have other bands there that are, you know, as soon as you start saying something, those guys are out there. You know, some of the first people that are reaching out to you to like, you know, get you some spots in if you need it. So we're very thankful for, you know, all the other people that are just there to that are coming back and seeing that we're coming back out of the woodwork to play shows. <laughs> so it's nice that yeah, I have that feeling of you know, a camaraderie with everybody and the sense of community with all these other uh, metal bands that we've been playing with for years and that, you know, they've been through the down, ups and downs as we have. So it's, it's nice to have that in the back pocket of us. Yeah, we definitely want to give a quick shout out to um, everyone who was a part of the uh, Defiance video. As far far back as um, Abram Love, our producer, who helped us do the drums and mixed uh, the song, as well as um, Mayor Applebaum, who uh, mastered it. And uh, JVC Productions from San Antonio, who actually JKL, yeah, JVC fucking JKL, JKL Productions, JKL Productions, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, JKL Productions of San Antonio. Just like a dude and his wife, they're super awesome, super super great to work with. Did you say? Did you say Abram from Hammer and Nail? Yes. Nice, dude. Yeah, dude. I uh, uh, too long didn't read version. I interviewed him and uh, a band member that he was producing, and I did. It. He actually lives just down the street from me, maybe about five minutes up here in Leander. Has his own studio. It's just yeah. oh, no, yeah, yeah. He, he's been our producer since day one. No, oh no, shit, man. Why yeah. didn't we just do it over there at his place? Right. All right. <laughs> oh, we'll, do, we'll, we'll do release the captive 2.0 over at his place because I, I owe that dude. I de- that is one of the, I made the, I made the accident of fucking deleting uh, a file in my, on my thumb drive. And it was the entire interview that I did over at his place. It's, it's literally just gone, just wiped out. Oh. No, there is, there is no recovery. It's just, it's a conversation that the three of us had that will only live in our memories. So, no. <laughs> yeah, and I've and I've known that kid since he's been drumming for for when he drummed for Insurgents. I mean, it, it, it was. I'm pretty sure everyone's super chill about it. He's like, it happens, man. No, and I told him I, I hit up I hit up I hit up Casey the vocalist. I was like, hey, dude, I've got some bad news. I accidentally deleted the entire episode. He's like, huh, that's okay, bro. We're no longer a band. Yeah, I dude, you want to just see like the amount of, Oh fuck, just get wiped off my face. Like when he said they were no longer a band, I was like, well, that's kind of sad. And then the back of my mind, I'm like, dodge that fucking (laughs) but i do i do owe abram a a redo so we should we should link back up and get with him and and do a full sit down everybody mic'd up and and then we can talk about how you guys work together you know and all that jazz i I think that'd be a really great idea so we got to get him on board yeah Yeah. let's let's do it yeah All right. Well, uh, guys, I have had a fun time. I mean, granted, we had some technical difficulties, but that is par for the course whenever you're doing shit, you know, over the Internet. It's fucking crowded these days. Um, But I I greatly appreciate you guys uh, continuing to push. I'm really excited for for what we got to come. I'm really excited about this concept album. And uh, I'll definitely get this up before, obviously, before December 1st uh, for the show over at Indy. Shout out Independence Brewery Fest. Shout out James Gonzalez of Texas Metal. Texas Metal Collective, love that dude. 
Um, and uh, I love you guys too. Oh, we love you too. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I'll let you guys get back to your nudes and uh, whatever else you're doing in that house. <laughs> All right. All right, no, no worries. No, thank you. Thank you very much. I'll see you guys soon. All right, bye. Thanks, man. Later. To infinity.